0: How long have you two been together just over three and a half years four years really yeah (laughs) What do you
1: think? It's like another world Tomorrow's a big day
0: is it scary? What is it
1: it has special properties?
0: (laughs) What am I going through? We just need to acclimate. I don't want to acclimate, I want to go. Absolutely not. What's happening? Hello everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics. And today we're going to be reviewing Midsummer. We are a little bit late to the party, actually. We're super late because yeah, this be came
1: Midsummer and Midfall,
0: Midfall, Midsummer. You know, it it is what it is, man. You, this, it's it's all about consistency. Um, since it came out on July third this year, um, I was too much of a baby to go see this, and at first I wasn't sure if I'd like it, but I actually uh, bought it on Amazon um earlier this week and i watched it this morning and i actually love it so we're gonna do a review about it it's a late review but hey it's still 2019 and why not you know it it, it is what it is you know we're, we're just gonna have some fun with it so uh let me uh, introduce myself i'm not sure if i did or not uh, my name is christian and today i'm joined by Devin, as always how are you doing today buddy hello hello Hello, review hello, number two. Yeah, review number two. The same day, uh, these reviews will be uh, up on Sunday for you, for everyone to listen to our sweet, sweet voices. So that would be a lot of fun. Um, and before we begin today's review, I want to let you guys know you can listen to this review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, and Google Play as well. So we have that. Um and I'm just going to read the synopsis here. So a couple of travels to Sweden. It's so a Sweden. 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 <laughs> to visit um, a rural home's fabled midsummer festival. What begins as a um, quick retreat uh, devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. I knew they were pagan. They always are. Always, always. Uh, written and directed by Ari Aster, and stars Florence Pugh, not Pug. Never Florence Pug. Pugh, never Pug. Always Pugh, never Pug. Uh, Jack Raynor and uh, Wilhelm Uh Uh Blumgren, uh, just to name a few, there for you. So, um, let's just. This is going to be full out spoiler review because yeah, it's been uh, it's been a few months. Five months. Five months since we've seen the four months. Yeah about four months since it's been out. Um, So going into this, Devin, what were your initial thoughts when you saw the trailer before you even walked into the theater?
1: The trailer is crazy because there's never been a horror movie that's set up like this where there's not a single moment of darkness. It's like the opposite of what you expect the horror movie to be.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like they live in Alaska, but it's always daytime, and, you know, it's always springtime instead of it snowing all the time, but, you know. Yeah,
1: so much, so much of horror movies rely on darkness and being afraid of the shadows and stuff like that. And no. if for this to come out and, like, subvert your expectations and just do scary shit in the sun is pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, and, like, honestly, I wouldn't even say a lot of it was scary. It was just very twisted. Um, You know, I mean, knowing me, normally I wouldn't even bother seeing a movie like this, because I'm normally not a huge horror fan in the slightest, but Devin actually convinced me to uh, watch it, so I was like, you know what, screw it, I'm just gonna buy it on Amazon, and you know, if if I like it, I like it, if I don't, I just don't, but I did love every second of it, and um, as you mentioned, Devin, I really do like the fact that Ari Aster made this, uh, you know, thriller set in broad daylight, and I think that's really what caught my attention because I watched it early this morning um and also wanted to note, um, there are there's like a lot of tension yeah. between the uh, main characters the whole time yeah it's it's insane, you know like i mean starting off from the beginning of the movie, you know you you find out that you know um uh, yeah the first
1: like thirty minutes of the movie is so intense that you just don't know what to think. Right, and it—it's it's kinda... just—I've never seen a movie with such a like creative way to like set up someone's death. Like yeah. A, yeah, a murder-suicide via garage. Yeah, uh, so, car so so her thing.
0: sister set everything up by trying by killing her parents as well.
1: Yeah, okay, which that... is like crazy
0: to think about because like she had a, like you could, you could see that she weren't, like you can tell
1: that they weren't communicating. Maybe she might mm. like try to kill herself, but then to take the parents
0: with her, is just a whole another level of insanity. Yeah, she was like, no, 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 Danny. You can live. But <laughs> me, mom, and dad, we're, we're going out of this world together. Yeah, imagine having that on your conscious and just weighing you down every day. It, it, it was pretty disturbing to see because, you know, when, when it first starts off, you know, it, it pans over the, um, the parents and, you know, like, oh, you know, they're, 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 they're sleeping. Yeah, that's you think. But, you know, yeah, and Danny's like, <laughs> oh, you know, I've sent my uh, sister so many emails. I'm like, why emails? Why not text? Why not write her? And then, you know, she has this whole thing just like hooked up to like her mouth. And she's like, you know, everything's going dark and this is how how elaborate
1: it is. Is what makes it so creepy. It's just like so much
0: effort was put into it. Yeah. I was like, I mean, you can just like OD on like pills or something in the bathroom. and been done with it. Like, no, she, she went out of her way, went above and beyond. She was like probably looking from a grave. She's like, Oh, watch this. Watch this. The cops coming in. You know, like, oh, been, they're never going to believe what happened, like what I did, and then it's, it's, it, it was pretty messed up. It honestly feels like that could have been a movie of its own, just like
1: that whole setup.
0: Yeah, trying to figure out what happened there. Right, and they really normally don't talk about you know the family all too much unless it's in passing. You know, when uh, Danny's having her panic attacks. You know, when she's um, tripping out on these mm-hmm. random herbs and pills and. um you know, uh, water properties. Um, but, yeah, I really did like the tension between the main characters. And, um, you know, it made it, it just made it an interesting movie. It was very shocking. And, you know, us being huge Florence Pugh fans, you know, I definitely had to give this a shot. And I actually hear that there's a, um extended edition out there. I gotta Yeah, get my 20,
1: hands 27 extra minutes, which is actually a fair amount.
0: That's a lot right there. Or man. 24 extra minutes. Yeah but um uh, what, what um so i guess between the uh the guys of the group you know you had christian you had uh i forgot the other people's names on josh and mark josh and, and mark pelle he was the, the one who was, from, who was from sweden right yeah yeah and that's what i thought i was like bro you could have just like let them know like hey you know i'm like kind of sort of part of a cult and you guys can like totally come. But like you know, we're going to be doing some awesome stuff since like you know it's been ninety years since we didn't did any of this, and you know it's it, it's our midsummer, so like that that would be really awesome. But I think the character that I hated the most is definitely Christian. He was just an all around <laughs> just like terrible, terrible person. Yeah. Like I just did not like him at all. He just he sounded so honest and sincere, you know. And um, him and Danny are dating. It's been what three, four years. Um, in the movie since they were dating and you know every single time there's like confrontation she just takes it upon herself to take the blame even though you know she knows it's not her fault but like she'll think that she'll make herself think that it is but it's not like he was being necessarily manipulative but you know to a point where it it seemed like she did uh, depend on him too much um, you know, no matter how long you're dating, you know, you still want your individuality. It didn't really seem like she had that, especially after the loss of the rest of her family, you know.
1: Yeah, she didn't get any support from him really when
0: when she was at her lowest point in life. Seriously, man, it was like it was like, oh, you know, like the guy's name is Christian, that's pretty cool. And he just was the worst. Like the worst. And he, and he stole Josh's whole um, Dude, study. He was, he was topic. literally, yeah, he was literally the definition of lazy. He's like, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm gonna be doing this on Sweden as well. And he's like, um, what do you mean? You know, you know, this has always been a passion project of mine. And they're like, oh well, yeah, you know, but you're covering more of like the uh, festival cultural side, and I can do, you know, more of the community side of it. And he's like. No, fam, like, you know, you, you always do this, it just seems very lazy, And you know? I mean, I definitely agree, you know, I mean, he was, I mean, I, I, he played a really good part of, you know, being that person who doesn't really seem to care all that much, and he was kind of just like there, just to be there, and obviously he wanted to break up with Danny, but there were some times where I thought that he did care, because, you know, he didn't invite her to go on the trip after, you know, they were talking about it at that party, and that was so awkward that was super super awkward and then you know even the conversation afterwards she she takes the blame again for herself i'm like come on danny like stop come to your senses not everything is your fault you know what i mean but you know i guess she was more willing to make their relationship work but that did not go out go well over yeah. that did it and that was pretty uh it was pretty bad but uh, i really
1: liked i really liked Mark. He was kinda of like the
0: comedic relief. Oh, he yeah, the, the jokes the, the whole time. The, the the guy who uh p- pissed on a tree. Yeah. And he didn't know. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, you he pissed on sh- the sacred tree. Well, yeah, and I was, at first I was like, why would you do that, bro? You know, like you see all these people dressing out here and you know, they 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 worship, you know, all these many gods, and it's just Crazy, and then you know, he, he takes a piss on, on, on a tree, and then this guy like flips out, but like no one told him. But he, he gets killed for it. I don't know what was going on with his. Yeah, that's one issue. of my biggest gripes having an off screen death killing like that kind of is annoying, especially him and the other guy who was married. You know, both of their screens were off death, um, off uh, off screen, excuse me, not off death. Yeah, um, but that that was kind of weird. But um, you know, we definitely saw Christians uh, end doing, so that was pretty uh, satisfying to say the least. And then you know, Florence's like smile at the very end—it was just she the, was, whole,
1: like, the whole all the flowers that she was it was it looked so weird. It, it was, really like, did. So, like like cool. she was just covered and the flowers in The flowers were like blinking
0: and stuff. It was creepy. Yeah, and especially when they first get there, you know, they're tripping on stuff, and like you know, Danny has like a panic attack. Because you know she just lost her loved ones, and her birthday was during the midsummer, and she ends up being the um, whatever kind of queen it was. I totally forgot. Um, I think it was oh no, was it the midsummer queen? I don't remember. Something like that. We'll we'll we'll, we'll just call her the midsummer queen. People know what we're talking about because like she kind of accidentally like falls into that, and then she ends up winning, and then she becomes like the queen for however long it's supposed to be. And then from there, it just, shh. I, I think, what, what was, like, the most disturbing shot to use in this movie? Most disturbing shot? Yeah. Probably
1: uh, the initial scene where the elderly people jump off the cliff. It was pretty, pretty jarring.
0: It really was. And I think Florence's reaction to that was just how, like, anyone's was. Like, she just shut down. Yeah. And, like, a lot just of in people in shock. Yeah, like I was like, oh, you know, what, what, what is she doing? What is she doing? I mean, you saw, you saw it coming the whole time, but it was still like, whoa. Yeah, because still, like, like they, they ex- yeah, because they explain, you know, what happens when you hit like seventy two or whatever, and it's like, oh, you know, like you die or like they give up their bodies, I'm like, but do you really have to like jump from like a twenty five foot like cliff though? Yeah, and like the one guy
1: like jumped and then didn't die. I was like, oh god, his legs were so messed up and then
0: Uh, there's like three people smashed his head and i'm like okay i think he's dead it's cool you know the
1: the practical effects were so good that's one of the things the director's best at i think one of the best scenes Mm -hmm. is um when she has like a breakdown and she's like screaming and all the girls are like surrounding her just like copying whatever she said or yeah does.
0: literally right after she finds out uh what kristen has been up to because he kind of got like roped into um, having sex with that one redhead but then you know finding the pubic hair and his uh pie i was like oh well that makes me never want to eat pie ever again you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but i think that was actually like one of the most touching moments
1: because that's all she wanted was someone to to feel how she feels and and
0: Comfort her like that. That's all she wanted the whole time. Especially now that, like, and, and it kind of sets up early in the movie that, like, you know, she she doesn't have anything holding her back from, like, going to Sweden or even leaving Midsummer, which we don't really know if she does towards the end, you know, kind of just ends on her, like, with this, like, smirk on her face and, like, knowing that her, her boyfriend is dead. And it kind of just ends, you know, he burns, um, just as bright as you know any star in the universe, but you know, inside that one uh yellow cabin, so that was pretty interesting, I guess. So, what uh, did you have any gripes with this movie? Yeah,
1: we mentioned the main thing being the off screen deaths was pretty annoying. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure, it, was, it like, definitely it that definitely really was
0: a, a little long, yeah, because I think this one was around two and a half hours, same as uh, our Dr. Sleep review, which we just yeah. did. So, yeah, I definitely agree, I definitely agree um and it, not not all of the uh
1: the, the cult like festival stuff not all of it felt necessary some of it was like do you think it was felt weird. or just unnecessary. not forced but it just
0: some of it just felt like unnecessary yeah and i think uh, but i think i already did a really good job of trying to you know show us a culture of you know th- this this cult and and you know but um, I think I think Jared would
1: have a field day with this movie. I told him to see it when I first. Yeah, saw it. I was
0: actually talking to him about it earlier, and he said he still hasn't seen it. And I was like, Do I give him my voodoo password or not? So I mean, we'll just see. It depends on my mood. Like, you would ever have time to watch it, anyways. That is very true. He's he's a very busy man. You know, going through college. I think he's I think he's on senior year. Yes? No? No idea. Hmm that's very interesting but man i'm trying to because like you know when i'm watching the trailer you know they it's kind of like they comprise all the best shots within the trailer um itself especially with the um of the deformed man who was a product of inbreeding so you know when uh christian got it on with uh the uh the ladies in... and <laughs> the, the grant the granny scene was so
1: funny they the whole, were whole theater was like, like, like back into it <laughs> they were like like oh it's just hilarious the whole theater was dying at that part it was really weird man like i didn't know what the thing i was like <laughs> they were, they were push they were pushing his ass in and out it was like what the they are like here
0: you got to do it like this you got to put the extra thrust in there you know, but <laughs> yeah.
1: and that that lady, that that girl he was with was just looked so weird.
0: Yeah, that, that 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 was the redhead, right? Yeah, yeah. And I I figured something was going on. You know, when they're first doing the dance, and she like comes the blood over in to... the drink too. <laughs> oh, was that blood? Yeah. Oh my god, a special dude. kind of blood. Ugh. Nope. I was like, you know, even after the pubic hair, like my mincemeat pie. Uh, mm. I'm 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 not doing that at all, but um yeah man this movie was very very interesting um I really did enjoy the scenery, you know of where if, I'm not sure if they were shooting on site in Sweden or not, but I really did like the uh, the costumes that everyone was wearing. The cinematography was just amazing the whole time. It really was. It really really was. Uh, would um so pacing wise, you think this did a better pacing wise than Doctor Sleep, or the other um.
1: Way? I definitely think this one could have done a little bit better. Yeah. It definitely um, felt a little long at parts. And I could see why this movie's kind of divisive. Um, it's definitely not for everybody because it's not straightforward with its message at all. It kind of leaves some of it open-ended and leaves a lot of it for interpretation for however you want to view how the movie is. Yeah. Not I... a lot of
0: people like that. Yeah, I totally agree, because, you know, I mean, a lot of these indie developers, you know, they, their their movies kind of just, like, end after a certain point, and, you know, it's so ambiguous as to what happens next, but, you know, um, for the, the, the ambiguous side of it, you know, just not knowing how it ends is kind of, um, I, I think it's a nice touch, but at the same time, you know, it happened at the end of, uh, was it The Amazing Spider-Man 2? I believe it was. I don't remember anything about those. It was uh, Spider-Man runs up with the Rhino and, you know, he's about to like, oh yeah, that was bad. Yeah. It it, it just ends. But, you know, I I feel like, you know, they get these really good ideas for these films, like, you know, a lot of these indie films, but they're not entirely sure how to end it. And I mean, that is very tough to begin with, you know, when it comes to even when you're just like adapting something, it's like, okay, when do we end this? Or, you know, this movie's gone off like almost, it's pushing two hours and two and a half hours when do we end this, you know, obviously. But, you know, with the uh, the extended cut, that's something I definitely want to check out. And I really hope I get my hands on it for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, you ready to uh, wrap up here and do scores? Yeah. All right. So what would you give Midsommar, Um, out of 100? I think the initial
1: score I gave it when I first saw it was 80. I think I'll stick with that. Definitely Good.
0: solid. Okay, okay. I got you um i will actually you know i i will also go with an 80 um because on letterbox right now i have it as a uh, four out of five and i feel like that is a uh, solid place to land with this film you know if 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 you like thriller um horror suspense i would say this is more of a thriller than a horror um movie but um you know if 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 you like those kind of movies definitely give this um you know Check this out. I think it's like twenty dollars on Amazon right now for the disc and the digital, and I believe it's fourteen ninety nine on Apple um, Pod or well, not podcast or the Apple TV uh, store. But, yeah, it re- it really was a perfect metaphor for ugly
1: breakups. Like it really um, Ari- was. Ari Aster mentioned that's what he wanted to do with this movie. He wanted to make it. A movie about what breakups feel like. And yeah, it, and
0: and they clearly wanted out, and it's just you saw that, and you really wanted them to communicate that, but they just never did, and that's what the only thing that I think it feels it uh, fell short for me. But I mean, you know, the rest of the movie pretty much made up for it. I, I want. I also want to say there are a
1: lot of people that that see it and they come out of it saying, "Oh, that was a bad movie." I I understand, like if you don't like it, I understand that, but I don't. I can't really see how it's a bad movie. It's too well-made, and it's, like it's too, it looks too good, and, and there's too many interesting things for it to be a bad movie. Amen. I, I, t- I, totally, especially, I totally agree. Especially in this genre where there are, actually are bad movies that come out, like Countdown and all these other... Halloween. Like, unoriginal movies. And yeah. for something like this to come out that's well-done, well-made, well-acted, well-directed, right. everything. Yeah. I
0: don't, I don't think it deserves to be called bad. Yeah, and I know we we both pretty much, uh, you know, preach on this show that, um, man, I just lost my train of thought with that, um, with with indies, I'm sorry, wow, it's got back on track there, um, you know, with, with indies being the, not necessarily the future of film, but indies are, <clears> are where it's at right now, and this this is an indie film, this is a smaller scale um, story, but, you know, it's it's a new story that we've never heard before, and I think that's why a lot of people like it. So um, but you are ready to wrap up here? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Devin, as always. And thank you for everyone listening at home. And remember, you can listen to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, and Google Podcasts as well. So um, and also, um my gosh, YouTube. Wow, I'm really losing it today. And it's only 735 for whatever reason. Um, you know, gotta love that deal at savings time, right? Yes, it's hitting hard, it is really hitting hard, man. I swear, it looks like it's 10 o'clock outside right now. It's at 5 p.m. Too much, man. But that is our review of Midsummer. Uh, as we always said, better late than never. Um, definitely wanted to give this out for everyone listening and um thank you for listening to us and we'll see you guys in the next one
1: peace